This is Ibrahim Ansari, and today we're talking about the trouble with religion. These are strange times for those of us who are drawn to the spiritual element. Probably somewhere along the line, we tasted the divine, and since that moment, its splendor and radiance always outshines all the other distractions of the world. We decided to do everything in our power just for another sip. That is when we discover that things get complicated when people get involved. Power, whether it is knowledge, money, fame, or position, corrupts, always unless checked by a creditable hierarchy whose job it is to maintain the purity and quality of the message. Otherwise, it seems inevitable for an infection in a spiritual endeavor to arise and inflame something so seemingly innocent. If distortion is so predictable, what is the cure. The process of repurifying a spiritual core belief requires change, an anathema for most of us. Change requires a set of tools most of us are not familiar with or have not learned to use properly. Like any tool, things get better with practice. Those tools that I'm talking about are thinking, observing and reflecting on the possible outcomes, intentions, purposes, developing strategies and options. Number two, effort. Determining and planning a course of action to help maintain focus and commitment over time. Time, estimating how much time is realistically required. And the last one is a sense of humor. If you can't laugh about it, what's the point? Or in other words, keeping a sense of lightness and positivity when things get difficult or contrary. Regarding thinking, it often helps to articulate what you have learned from your observations and experiences so far. This can be done in any form, such as writing, painting, drawing, or extreme sports. Thinking requires you to sometimes apply the empirical method. What worked and why? What did not work and why? Of course, this is all intellectual and uses the brain to deduce certain patterns. In Sufism, we talk a great deal about listening to the heart. Perhaps it is like thinking with the brain, only one's heart is the calculator, intuitor, revealer. Being able to hear the heart's responses also requires practice and effort. We have spent much of our life discounting the heart's requests and prompts. This might be the right time to regain that ability.
Regarding effort, the push towards a new beginning is hard for a number of reasons. One is that there is no better way to value the product of your hard work than for you to achieve your goal. We value something when it has taken a lot of work to achieve it. Another is that you are rewiring your brain. Neural pathways don't just change because you want them to. A process using muscles and intentions in unfamiliar ways require practice over time. As the new pathways emerge, the practice becomes easier and eventually you have acquired a new habit. Effort also informs the universe that you want to tread a new road. The universe may hear you and accommodate your goal with opportunities not accessible or available without effort. Time itself is an odd substance. It is hard to wrap one's head around something so intangible yet impactful. But as humans, we can learn to become masters of time rather than slaves of time. If not masters, then at least friends with time. My experience leads me to believe we each live in our own time set. Through stress and relaxation, sleep and activity, our sense of time stretches and contracts personally and privately. However, sometimes in a group, we can share a sense of time, whether it is an expectation of an event or an awkward silence or a catastrophe. Time warps according to our personal and shared perceptions. Regarding a sense of humor, oh, speaking of time warp, it's just about the exact time to do the time warp. It's astounding. Time is fleeting. Madness takes its toll. But listen closely. Not for very much longer. I've got to keep control. Now that all of that is sorted, I think we can conclude that the trouble with religion is people. People get confused about a personal revelation and try to institute it for everyone. Never works, never will. The easy way, that's allowing someone to tell you what to do, is not going to end well. By easy, I mean when you follow someone who says that they are the authority, but there's no hierarchy of reputable teachers to keep them in line. That is the definition of a cult. A reputable spiritual path has a tradition of teachers who have handed down the original teachings and whose actions and words are inspirational, 
moral, and useful. Your path is your own. It is smart to consult with others, study what other people have done, but you are the one responsible for where you put your feet. To use a religion for your spiritual growth with a guide can be powerful, clarifying, and supportive. Without guidance, it can be confusing, depressing, contradictory, and take you off somewhere you don't want to go. My advice, for almost everything, is to study the source. Look closely at how things came to be the way they are now. Examine and observe the emergence and development of the religion and come to your own conclusions and find a guide that has experience, humility, and knowledge. This is Ibrahim Ansari saying thank you. Happy hunting. It's just a jump to the left. Assalamu alaikum, Marids, seekers, curious, and interested listeners. We appreciate you and are happy to share our Sufi message. Your donation will help support our Sufi center in Sydney, where we do zikr, sobat, spiritual counseling, and healing services. We believe the message should be free. But it costs equipment, rental, services, software, and hardware to get this to you. So thank you for choosing our podcast among all the millions available. If you go to our website, ansarisufiorder.org, you will be able to donate through PayPal whatever you think this information is worth to you. Blessings and love, the Australian Ansari Sufi Order.